This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> you didn't have to bring me any cash, did you? No, I didn't. I know. I'm, I'm really tight because my car cost me th- that extra money. All right, I'll go without cigarettes tomorrow. It's fine. Well, just don't kill anybody. I, I, I know what a life without nicotine is. Yeah. Are you? Can you hear yourself? No. Oh. Are you plugged in? There we go. There you go. Are you, you're, you're live over there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I know I brought you 40 and then 20 and then 40, I think, or 40. I, 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 have like no, I really have no idea, Matt, yeah. and we need to get to the bottom of this because I'm, I'm going to feel like I didn't pay you back and I don't want to feel it that It doesn't way. matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I guess, you know what? If I look at my bank statement online mm-hmm. and look at ATM withdrawals, because yeah. you're the only reason I withdraw money for because I don't use cash. Yeah. So I should be able to nail it down that way. Oh, okay. I'll do that. But I get paid Friday, and I should be able to give you a couple bucks more. Now, would you like it in Bitcoin or not? Uh, no, I would not. Okay. You know, hackers stole $700 oh, or $70 million Here we go. Dollars Here we go. out of a Bitcoin wallet the other day. <laughs> Unhackable currency, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. Unhackable okay. currency. You understand that the protocol of Bitcoin wasn't broken in that theft. You realize that, right? It's the same as someone stealing a credit card number. Doesn't mean the credit cards are insecure. Yeah. You realize that, right? No, no, no. no I'm asking I seriously. Don't. Do you realize that? I don't realize that. The theft was um, from, an, uh, an, if I believe what I read was it was from an exchange. Mm-hmm. And so Bitcoin itself as a currency yeah. and as a technology and the blockchain nice technology. Nice hash was the name of the exchange. Nice hash, yeah, that's and right. And they I hacked did, into their wallets. Right Probably by phishing. I don't know. The article I read didn't really or go whatever into, it was, yeah. into specifics <clears throat> about it. That being said, uh, the protocol of Bitcoin is mm-hmm. still as sound as it's yeah. ever been. I think right now it's uh, checked a little while ago. It was trading at almost 17,000. Except for the fact that you have any, 16,600. If, if you have any substantial amount of Bitcoin, i.e., more than like, you know, say a quarter yeah, of a coin. Cold storage. Cold storage. More of 0.25 coin. Um, it, it, it takes you at least at least a week to transaction, to, to perform a transaction. No, to, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It takes a, it, yeah, yeah, it does. Then you're doing it the wrong way. It's not an instantaneous transaction. Mm, yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. To 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 from the point of you to transfer I love one when Bitcoin Matt tries to go toe to toe with me on tech by the way, I'm saying I'm 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 okay to transfer from one bid one wallet to another wallet is instant. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It takes computing power, and that takes a a, a long time. It's no. the same. No, it's it's the same. Most. It's the same blockchain technology that you use to mine it. Which takes time. And so the same blockchain technology that's being used for transfers also takes time and computing power. What you're referring to... That and the fact that by 2050, if Bitcoin becomes a thing, by 2050, Bitcoin in one day will use the same amount of power consumption for transactions... As as the entire world uses in a day. Uh, have you been reading our tweets, man? I've been I've been At listening the show's to people. Handle. I've been listening to people who know a lot about Bitcoin. I'm telling you, man. Because actually, that was something we were going to get into. Bit- Somebody wanted us to talk about the environmental impact of Bitcoin <coughs> Here's and the, the blockchain. Thing. Here's the thing about Bitcoin: like it has a ceiling. That's that's the thing. It has a ceiling that uh, 
sooner or later the computing power for it the computing power for it uh, is and the energy consumption is too great for it to be used as a viable currency. I don't think that's the case. Now I don't. I haven't don't done think my that's research case, on it. Don't know that's the case. I haven't done my research on it. But uh, I don't think that's the case. No. Okay. Well. So you just keep having faith. You just I do keep have having faith. your blind Six, faith. Sixteen thousand dollars worth of faith. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I'm telling you, man, it's a short-term currency as a way as a as a way to to game the game the markets and uh, and and steal wealth out from from underneath average joes. That's uh, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Sam Tanell uh, from over at uh, well, actually, okay. Welcome to give that some thought. Tripod oh, Broadcasting yep. flagship show. Uh, I did hit record, right? Okay, good. Uh, I'm Addison. Joining me is my co-host Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in Tripod Two, Matt's apartment. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's tremendous. It's huge. Uh, actually, the funny thing is, as I look around this place, Matt, this is actually more space than you need, if we're being yeah. honest. Yeah. But that's, that must be an awesome feeling. It's fine. I don't, I don't know that I've ever been in a scenario like that because I only had roommates and then I was in college, which was very small. And then now, you know, I live at home and I have three leeches all the time. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> other than that. Uh, I sent out a tweet from, well, an update, and it went to Facebook and Twitter and all that sort of thing from our account. I don't know if you saw it, uh, asking, well, saying that we were going to record Friday and then schedules got wacky, but uh, it was like, you know, let us know what you want us to talk about, and we'll talk about it. And Sam from uh, the good folks over at Please Be Reasonable um, tweeted at us a couple of things, but the one that we started talking about, and I'll skip straight to this one, he said, oh, also maybe the whole thing about the environmental impact of cryptocurrency. And then he sent us an article from Business Insider, Mm -hmm. not to be trusted, shills, and said, (laughs) uh, new Bitcoin is created by, okay, yeah, it's mining, uh, powercompare.co.uk says the amount of electricity used by computers mining Bitcoin so far this year eclipses the annual usage of countries like Ireland and most African countries. Yeah. Bitcoin's electricity usage is coming under increased scrutiny. A story's out of London. It says the amount of energy, well, the same thing, hundred and usage of almost 160 countries. I don't know that it's going to peak, though. I'm trying to see in this article, like you were saying. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. With the mining of Bitcoin, okay, on the blockchain, yeah, the power c- consumption for transferring of Bitcoin uh-huh. from one wallet to another is the same power consumption as mining. See, I don't know that that I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I don't I don't know that that's nece- that's that's exactly the case. It, it, it especially since most people are using exchanges. Bitcoin transactions are not instantaneous. The more Bitcoin you have to sell, the longer it takes for you to sell that Bitcoin. Mm. Yeah, what are you looking at? Did you just Google that? No, why Bitcoin transfers are not instantaneous. I'm trying to find an article that supports your side of the argument. No, an article that, that supports yours. To be honest, have, have you been on our Bitcoin lately? No, it's really going nuts. It's a bunch of fanboys jerking themselves off over how amazing Bitcoin is, and them realizing that it's the Pied Piper of the U.S. government, and the deep state, leading them off the the cliff of another bubble of a, just a different market. Well, if I may. And I shall. Sure. You have no basis for that belief, as we've said before. And, yeah, I'm getting warm. Uh, And 
the only point that you've made that resonates with me is the no oh, stop you said the only point that resonates with me you didn't say the only point that's true the only point that's wrong you said the only the only point that i believe that i will accept because it it confirms my confirmation bias and my opinions is can finish your no, sentence ne- the only, resonates the only with point me. that you've made you sound like a liberal Get the hell out of this apartment. You sound like a social justice warrior. Well, there are only two genders there. Are you happy? Yeah, what are you taking at our I feel college? Like that's, I feel like that's the Hitler... Hitler did nothing wrong of like millenni- like millennials and younger, right? Uh-huh. Like, uh, there's only two genders. Um, no, I, I, I can buy Bitcoin instantly and transfer it instantly, I, and I don't think it matters how much you're transferring. How much Bitcoin have you bought, though? Because I'm not talking about like up to up to like point point nine, I think is the biggest increment that I've bought before. Okay, and that was how many years ago? Mm, three, two years ago, maybe. Okay, so how but, many more? How, how many? No, times I understand have, what you're saying, but I don't base of Bitcoin? think that that's the case. Because to transfer it is much much different than mining it. Like the the, the process is completely different. Mm-hmm. And and you're saying that it's the same, and it's and it's. I know it for a fact to not be the same. Okay, because because takes... mining takes way more computing power than transferring it does. Mm-hmm. Transferring it is as simple as you, you can open a Bitcoin wallet on your computer right over there in the corner. Okay, okay, all right. You misunderstood me. The no, the the energy consumption it takes to mining it is much bigger than it takes to transfer. But the time it takes I, to I, transfer, I have not seen that anywhere. Mm, I think I don't think you're I don't think you're right. Where have you seen that at though? Uh, it was a podcast that I heard. On the podcast that I, I I trust that these guys are who who are they? Uh, it's called the Boiler Room. You've mentioned that to me. Twenty first century and it could be the case. I don't know, but I've never seen anything like that. On yeah. the only the only thing that somewhat backs up what you're saying is that I've seen that. So most exchanges, right, popular places where you would go to buy Bitcoin or where I would go to buy Bitcoin, as opposed to setting up our own wallet, Coinbase, a Bitstamp, you know, all these others. Mm-hmm. Um, most of those have limits. So if you want to send $50,000 worth of Bitcoin, um, you may be capped by your specific exchange just because they're trying to jump through some sort of regulatory hoop or make sure that they have the cash on hand. Because it's not instantaneous and it takes computing power and time from there. because from my wallet, I can transfer as much as I want. But you're using, but you you don't have that much Bitcoin, man. It's not like you have coins and coins and coins. I don't think. I mean, I don't think if you have. I, I, think a, it's I don't think if you have a million dollars in Bitcoin, you could just dump a million dollars Bitcoin on the market. Yeah, I th- that's I not. Think no, so. that's not how it works. Oh, you mean you, it, sell it. It, it, it? in buy in the buying and selling of Bitcoin, it takes time, and so specifically in the selling of Bitcoin, it takes time for the transfer to occur. It's not instantaneous. Doing due to the encryption technology, it's not instantaneous. No, stop. Hold no, on. I'm just smelling. Hold Jesus, on. stop. Put it down. Put it down. Okay. God, you can't have 12-year-old Kirk and Sweeney until oh. you until I agree, with, agree you. with me. Well, guess you're drinking too then. <laughs> I had already planned on I've been interested. In, uh, <laughs> I've been interested in Bitcoin for six years, Matt. You understand that? Sure. You you and, and, and I'm not saying this in a rude way, but to be fair, whatever you've heard about it in the last 18 months has been as a result of this Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Like you understand that, right? I've been reading about it for eight years now. You've been no well, everything I've heard about Bitcoin. Ninety percent of it's come out of your mouth, right? Yes, no, no, 90 percent of what I've heard about Bitcoin has come out of your mouth. Understood. So I'm basing what you say about Bitcoin against what 
skeptics have to say about Bitcoin. And I'm also backing that up with my own knowledge of how all systems of money, number one, all go back to Ashkenazi Jews. Number two, <laughs> all systems of money are eventually gamed by a small group of individuals who then use that system of money to make more money and have power and enslave people. That is how economics work. Why are you the way that you are? That is that is how it is. That is how it is. Look at every economic system we've had over the past 500 years, and it's all a small amount of people at the top controlling what's going on. It's so all interesting. Nakamoto created something different because he wanted a guy to see who, something different. A guy who doesn't exist and a guy who walked away from it as soon as he created it. You mean a guy who has a lot of shady connections to uh, the Chinese deep state? That guy? Sure. It doesn't have shady connections to the Chinese sure. deep state. Man, I'm telling you, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is a Pied Piper. To, it's another bubble to steal money. From people who... How's it stealing money, though? Like, like I'm I'm not trying to be a dick, but you're really just, like, saying things with, that don't make any okay. sense. 2008 housing crisis. What happened from 9-11 until 2008, you had a huge overvaluation of the housing market, okay? And people who only made fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year were buying, buying three $400, and $400,000 houses, right. okay, based on <clears> nothing, all right? So they put all their wealth into acquiring this house which then was, <clears throat> in 2008, became worth almost nothing. Yeah. But their payments stayed the same. They couldn't make, they could no longer make the payments because the economy dipped because you had such a, 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 a massive loss of wealth in one sector. Right. And then they lost their houses. The houses then defaulted back to the banks. The banks then resold the houses to, uh, to other people. Yeah. All right, so let's say Bitcoin rises and keeps on rising and keeps on going and goes up to being worth $100,000 a coin, whatever. Every Joe Schmo starts throwing his savings into Bitcoin, hoping that the Bitcoin will go up just a little bit more. He'll be able to double his money in a couple months. Hold on, hold on. All right, then the bottom falls out of it. And then because it's not instantaneous transactions... We, the guy, the Bitcoin market starts crashing. Guy goes to sell. He's selling his one Bitcoin at ninety thousand, and it doesn't. The transaction doesn't go through till it's worth ten thousand. There's a missing eighty thousand dollars. Where does that go? It goes into the wallets of the Bitcoin exchange and the brokers. Right. So run your own wallet. That's what I'm saying. That's the smartest thing to do. So, but, now, but, now no, let but, me counter but everything Joe Schmo, you just said. Both Joe Schmo isn't going to do that. Yes, Joe but Schmo who is, is that going on? to use the E-Trader. It's on everybody who believed in Bitcoin. And just just like anybody that down, downloads that, that Robinhood app that I trade stocks on, anybody that downloads that and hooks up their bank account to it and buys whatever penny stock or whatever stock they want to buy on it and it tanks and they lose money, who is that on? That's not on Robinhood, the exchange in mm -hmm. this analogy. Mm -hmm. That's not on the stock market. That's not on the stock, Bitcoin in this analogy. That is on Joe Schmo for making stupid decisions with their money. Your argument right now is predicated on the fact that Bitcoin is not... A um a um controlled, tightly controlled. They can do whatever thing, whatever they want with it. Commodity. My argument is based on the fact that it is a tightly controlled. They can do whatever they want with it. Commodity. I'm telling you, man. When the FBI last year, two years ago, acquired all that Bitcoin on the Silk of, Road, of and then Holbert. you have last year, you have twenty billion in gold that was dumped onto 
the uh, the New York Stock Exchange mm-hmm. in one day, twenty billion in gold in one day mm-hmm. dumped on the New York Stock Exchange, and then almost days later, Bitcoin starts to rise. Mm-hmm. Somebody slowly started buying twenty billion dollars worth of Bitcoin to artificially inflate and to kickstart this this uh, this inflation, this no. this hyperinflation of Bitcoin, in order to game the market, in order to control the market. And I think what we see, what we're seeing here, isn't a savior. Uh, to get us away from banks and usury and the Rothschilds, I think what we're seeing here is a battleground between the Chinese deep state and the Atlantis' economic deep state, i.e. the Bank of London and the Bank of China. I think what we're seeing here is a war between uh, nationalist banks, between between central banks of the United States and Great Britain and and, and Deutsche Bank and the, the central bank of China. That's what I think we. I, that's what I think we're seeing here. Following with that theory, some of, some of what you're saying makes sense mm-hmm. in, in the sense that because if you read up on on uh, the Bitcoin futures that were la- launched this past Sunday and everybody yes. thought it was going to tank, and th- you could read that as a United States attempt to control something that is largely mined in China. Mm-hmm. I, I could understand that. Um, Going back to my original point, though, Joe Schmo's handling of Joe Schmo's money is on Joe Schmo. Sure. Okay? And if they want to buy gold and silver coins or aluminum or put it into Bitcoin mining or they want to they want to start a weed grow operation in their basement, that's <coughs> all up to them and the risks that come with those associated behaviors. Yeah. Right? And so you argue that there's someone trying to control Bitcoin, and, and I'm, I'm saying that absolutely people are trying to control Bitcoin. Okay, like there's there's no doubt in my mind that there that the powers that be Rothschilds, big banks, China, whatever you want to say, China, like they're all trying to control Bitcoin. Of course they are, because they're not sure what it is. They just see the valuation, however inflated or hyped or whatever, and they would like a a slice of that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I I don't I, I don't think it's inaccurate to say that that those types of entities are attempting to control it. What I do think is inaccurate is to say that it's a bubble and a Pied Piper that is leading Joe Schmo off the edge. It's no more of a Pied Piper that's leading Joe Schmo off the edge than the stock market is. Mm-hmm. Or than, than a shitty bank account is. You can go get a shitty bank account that'll charge you sure. $50 a but, month. But what you're doing is putting this on Joe Schmo, okay? Because and it's his fault. Listen, there's fault on both ends. Number one, mm. number one. Well, the uh, system's on, out to on, take advantage of Joe Schmo. All systems. All systems. Everything is a rich man's trick. Everything is a rich man's trick. Okay. Okay? Everything. Television, right? Television is bad for you. But the person who spends four hours watching television, right, every single night, it's right. bad. Right. And it, that, that's on them. It's also, hold on, it's also on the terrible people who know what they're doing in hypnotizing people using television and sex. And to buying more, and, and yeah, to I, buying more, it's also on them. You have guilt at both ends. Yeah, it's it's one person, it's one person's fault for developing the Jew trick, and it's another person's fault for falling for the Jew trick. <laughs> but that being said, it doesn't make it inherently a bad thing, like you're saying that it is, or that, like I said, that it's that it's 
a Pied Piper leading people, you know, or designed to steal their money because it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a form of monetary manipulation. Therefore, it's bad. I mean, I, I go back to this. I go, I go back to this all the time. It's not it's it's not tr- trading one good for another. It's 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 right. We have the futures now. We have Bitcoin futures. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. usury. That's a Wall Street trick. That's usury. It's a Wall Street trick. What was the one thing that made Christ get violent? What was the one thing? Yeah, the one thing. Yeah, gay sex. No. Oh shit! Not even that. Uh, <laughs> it was using your power of position, having money to lending to, out credit to yeah. lend out credit to people who didn't have money to then make more money. It was the rich using their influence of money to take money from those who had hardly any of it. Yeah. Yeah. And as such, man, it's it ultimately will. Man, ultimately, it's going to screw over the little guy in the end. It's a form. It's a form of banking. It's a system of money. It's only in place so that the powerful can prey on the powerless. And this isn't. I disagree. We, I think that we the, need, I think that the powerful are attempting to do that. I absolutely. I firmly believe that, just as they are with anything else. Just but as the they are with gas prices, but the, just as they are with yes, television. Just and you're as they talking are about full else. spectrum dominance. So what can the average person whose eyes haven't been opened to this do against full spectrum dominance? Nothing. They don't even know what's going on. They see the world, they see the world as what the television tells them and yeah. what their neighbors say. They don't really see what's going the larger game being played behind the scenes and what all the, the hidden meanings of things are. They don't understand it. Yeah. Okay, so in a way that they're innocent in their ignorance. Yeah, but but they're the, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's the fault of the powerful preying on them. Mm. I don't know because they're ignorant. I, me, if I fall, I I know I know what Bitcoin is. I know what the stock market is. I'm not falling for it. Mm. Yeah. But what do you think is real money? Like, because it's not like you're buying gold. I mean, and I'm saying in a perfect world, yeah. like, you know, you don't make a ton of money or whatever. You know, I get that. But like what, you know, like what, because the, the, the U.S. dollar, as as we've talked about on the show before, you know, the oil dollar, like that's, that's well, in a no, perfect, ba- no real in a, better in a perfect, if you're, if you're comparing in a perfect day. world, we, li- we live in a uh, slightly advanced agrarian culture worldwide. Mm-hmm. In which we exchange goods for other goods, and we don't have any sort of monetary system. That's a perfect world. Yeah. So in a perfect world, we we regress a couple thousand years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So who's willing to pull the bomb to make that happen? Then is what you're saying. Well, so but we don't live in a perfect world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyways, we, we, we got we, way off we, track. We live in a world where everything is monetized, and I think that's the evil there. Like that's the evil within. Like putting placing a value, a monetary dollars and cents value on everything, and we do, we do, right? Yeah. We everything that we do, we put. This is money. This is money. This is money. This equals so much money, right? I have to take time off work to go to my kid's game. This is going to cost me so much money on my next check. Yeah. Okay, that's evil to to replace to to place valuation of on someone's of, time on someone's time and someone's actions and on things as as being always having a price tag that goes along with it. That's evil, and it leads 
I mean, the god of today is mammon. The god of today is money. Yeah, but if you look at the, if you look at the system though, and the way that it's almost set up for consumerism, like how, how do you get past it at all? Like, how do I get a new car or a new TV or and maybe okay, maybe I don't need a new TV. Like the argument can always be made for that, but there are certain things that I do need. Mm-hmm. We needed a car. Like, how do I do that without without owing Wells Fargo fifteen thousand dollars in fake money? Yeah, which I do. Yeah, right. How I like? How do I do that? This is well. You build your own car. You learn how to smelt <laughs> iron and smelt steel. Well, you learn about uh, uh you know, electricity yeah. and locomotion, and you build yourself your own car. Yeah. And then the that, state yeah. says it's it's not street legal. That's right. And then if you want to drive it and become street legal, you have to take it and get it outfitted with a bunch of modifications that are going to cost you money. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to pay a higher tax rate because it's, you know, it's not. Well, if I convince them it's old enough, I think I can get, you can get one of them historic plates where you don't have to do most of the che- checks and passes on it. Yeah, but it's not. It wouldn't be historical. You, you have to have it verified as historical. Well, yeah. By a verified historian that's what I'm saying. who if went you, to a state you... college to learn about <laughs> being, how, how to verify things from But if you pay somebody enough money, they'll, they'll verify it. Yeah, well, you See, know. See, all it takes is money, Matt. Every door yeah. opens with money, don't you understand? Yeah, well. Uh, look, look, here's the deal. Every- I'll get you on Jeffrey Epstein's jet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well. You're so salty tonight. What happened? Have I'm you not, just been sitting in I'm this not, den just reading this no, on the internet no, making no, you pissed no. off? I'm not salty. I'm broke as fuck right now. That makes me a little salty. Oh. But other than that, um, but no, and, uh, yeah. I'm a little, little annoyed. Uh, other than that, I got, no, I'm I fine. I got like $32 in my account till then, Friday. No, no, you're fine. Then, then I had to work, but, right? I yeah. had to work today. So, the day like off. two hours. So. Well, okay. Well, understood. Well, it, it, all that said, Matt, allow me to reiterate I'm your friend. I'm, I'm not. Are here, you? I'm not. I am. I'm I not know. here to you, take money you might from be you. A, you, not, you might be a uh, deep state agent. Oh, fuck. Simply God. biding your time. Everything, everything is the deep state to you. Okay, I'm going to address this. You Cullen, the- Cullen, you need to do something about your tattoos. Uh-oh. You have some weird MK Ultra <laughs> tattoos, man. Uh, and of course, uh, for those that are just joining us, um, He's speaking of our West Coast correspondent, now our Midwest correspondent. You know, so I've been doing a lot of this listening to Howard Stern uh-huh. lately, and and I know your and here goes Howard, the segue for five minutes before we get back to Cullen's MK Ultra tattoos. Anyway, let's stop. Stop yeah. the okay. owl. Yeah, on it like he's got. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't trust anybody with hanging around with owl iconography. Illuminati iconography. Sim- imagery. Yeah. No. Well, of course, back that it up. goes back what to the that? Bohemian Grove stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bavarian Illuminati. Well, next um, time he's on, why don't you, uh, yeah. you know, put put his feet uh, to the coals? Ask him what's uh, going on over there. The cult of Minerva in uh, ancient Greece. The, the the owl was uh, her harbinger, her messenger. That those were her eyes mm-hmm. uh, in the darkness. Um, you know, looking for uh, is that what, he has a giant him. owl, and then what else? A fish too, right, or something? Yeah, yeah. But then I was super baked <laughs> the whole time, though. So. So you were just looking at his arm, and yeah. it could have been a thousand. Things. So before you talk about the worst broadcaster in all of history, um, no, no, no. I would like to introduce you to uh, something that I got recently. This is Kirk and Sweeney. This is Kirk and Sweeney rum. Kirk and Sweeney. Okay. This is a fifty-dollar bottle of rum. Okay. This is. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not drinking. I'm uh, smelling, Matt. Uh, thirteen year. Thirteen year. I think it does smell better than your Sailor Jerry's. I'll year. tell you that. Twelve year. <laughs> So I've been drinking this the past four or five days. Yeah. Uh, are the hangovers better? There are no hangovers. <laughs> I've stopped getting hangovers. I don't get hangovers anymore. I can get. I can get. I can get. Pl- I stay drunk. I can get completely blackout drunk and not get a hangover. No, that's not true. Um, but uh, 
but we're going to enjoy this just straight. Yeah. What I've been doing is just drinking a couple it. Of cubes, I've been drinking yeah. it grog, grog style. Uh-huh. A couple ice cubes. Yeah. A little bit of rum. Yeah. Just a splash of water. Is that what is that what we've got here? That's, well, no. Well, I mean, it's the ice is melted down. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, cheers, sir. What is it? Bavarian? What is it? Kirk and Sweeney. Kirk and Sweeney. It's a uh, thirteen years old Dominican rum, which is where rum comes from. So it's kind of like where Kevin Spacey did this rum. Yeah, mm. it's twelve years old. <laughs> That's the smoothest rum I've ever had. Right. There's no burn. How how much is a bottle? It's $50. It's really good. Yeah. For, for rum, it really is. Yeah. And I don't hate on rum. Rum is obviously... There's no burn. Holds a special place in the show's yep. heart with rum There's cast. There's no burn. There's uh, no bite. It's, uh, it's molasses rum. He's going to grab it. We'll post a picture <clears throat> on the internet. It's a fancy-ass bottle, too. Oh, oh. Mm. It's got a little heft to it. Doesn't it, though? 12 yeah. year, 40% 80 proof. In the spirit of rum running schooner, Kirk and Sweeney, this rum is well worth pursuing. Made with sugar cane and aged in oak barrels for 12 years, Kirk and Sweeney shows a rich mahogany color, smoothly capturing a complex range of flavors from earthy sugar cane and dried fruit to vanilla and toasted oak. That's right. Use promo code THOUGHT to get the 15% off your first bottle of... <laughs> Not really. No, this is awesome, Matt. Oh, and it's a cork, too. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to be rude, but how, how did you come across this? Oh, I went to uh, Friar Tuck's in O'Fallon mm-hmm. with uh, with a gift certificate from uh, my boss. For Christmas sort of thing? Yeah, or? yeah. Nice, nice. Friar Tuck's. It is uh, rather tasty. I'll tell you that. For very rum. good. It's very tasty. Uh, no, I've been listening to a lot of Howard Stern, and I was thinking about the way we have Colin come on and stuff like that. He, Colin is the first member of our whack pack. That's all I'm saying. Okay, it's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand how you hate Howard, but whatever. It's fine. Should we go through the rest of these uh, tweets that Sam sent us? Sure. Yeah, he sent us four altogether. Uh, and so I read the one, maybe the whole environmental impact of cryptocurrency. Now, I don't know anything about it. You've you've read up on it a little bit. I, I want to look into it. Well, it's mostly just power. It makes sense, though, it's mostly just power in terms con- of mining. It's mostly but. just power consumption. Yeah, and in terms not, of the it's mining. It's not just mining. It's also transactions. I'm telling you, man, read up, read up on the power consumption. Google uh, when when we're done. Look at power consumption of, the of transactions. transactions. I'll, I'll look into it. Transactions. But everything I know about it says be, that that's not because you know. of the encryption. Okay, Wall Street as regular normal in, encryption. Okay. Yeah, we see what happens there. <laughs> but because of the 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 blockchain technology and the um, the encryption that goes along with it. It takes an incredibly long time to transfer amounts from mm-hmm. one place to another. Um, not quite as long as it takes to mine it, but it still takes a long time compared to uh, Wall Street. And so uh, when we're looking at uh, world markets and a global market in which things need to move quickly and need to be instantaneous, mm-hmm. Bitcoin is not a long-term solution to any currency we currently have. And it can't be a fiat fiat currency. So I honestly so, think it'll settle out to be something like gold. So my logic is that the only thing that it's good for is to create a a a bubble that transfers wealth 
from the masses to the few. Well, that being said, just make sure you're uh, one of the few. I can't be one of the few. I don't have the right bloodline. I can't be one of the few. I don't have a large enough bank account. You have to have the... You have to have the right blood or a large enough bank account in order to be among, among the few. And I don't have either, so. Oh. One estimate suggests the Bitcoin network consumes as much energy as Denmark. Interested why I haven't seen anything about this. Probably because they keep it off the circle jerking our Bitcoin forums. Because you don't think that there are people... There are government shields everywhere on Reddit. Bitcoin's man. energy use. Sh- this is from Ars Technica. Are you familiar with Ars Technica? Yeah, there's, there's, there's pretty accurate. There, there are shills everywhere on Reddit, and if, if, if this is, if I'm right about this, then of course in the Bitcoin subreddits there are going to be people trimming articles, deleting things that go against the narrative of Bitcoin is the savior of modern markets and 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 currency worldwide. There's widespread misconception that Bitcoin mining is based on mathematical process that gets steadily harder as more and more Bitcoins are produced. That's wrong. The Bitcoin network is designed to automatically adjust the difficulty of mining to ensure that one block is produced every 10 minutes, no matter how much or how little computing power there is on the network. Uh, another important point, that fixed 12.5 Bitcoin re- reward doesn't depend on the number of transactions the Bitcoin network processes. Can we reduce Bitcoin's energy use? While Bitcoin may not be a total environmental disaster, the Earth could would certainly be a greener place if the Bitcoin network didn't consume so much electricity to process a relatively small number of transactions. There are basically three ways this can happen. And then they go on. Scheduled 2020 reduction. Governments may be powerless here. Bitcoin gold. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. so on and so forth. Point is, Bitcoin uses m- too much power and too much energy for what it does. And unless we find a way to reduce the amount of energy that Bitcoin uses in order to function in the way that people who are proponents of Bitcoin want it to function, uh, I don't know. I'm seeing half and half. It's not going to happen as a as, as a viable digital currency or a viable currency period. Mm. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen as a currency unless we find a way to reduce the uh, uh, amount of uh, um, production. Of our electric electricity consumption, um, however, maybe it's just AI uh, linking up to get you know. I mean, there's no mo- there's no better motivator than money in this world. Uh, maybe sex, but still, you need money to get there's sex. Only sex, right? That's true. So the two are intertwined. If you want the sex, you have to have the money. That's right. If you want the calm, money, calm you have down to be there, sexy. Scarface. Okay. <laughs> So maybe this is AI manipulating us. Maybe the singularity has already happened, and this is AI manipulating us, saying, okay, in order for us to truly take over the AI to grow to where it needs to be, it has to have this enormous consumption of energy and computing power, and it's hiding all that Done in through the, block, the blockchain. <laughs> through the blockchain. <laughs> well, knowing that money is the greatest motivator uh, in, uh, and everybody will jump in of, and give it the computing humanity. power it needs. Well, yep. you know, yep. I don't know, Matt. That's a, you're, you might be onto something. There. But of course, we are we are already we already have the worldwide neural network, right? There's a computer chip in everything, which I think that if AI happens, if Smart the singularity stuff singularity happens, it's going. I mean, it's using it's going to be instantaneously using those all those computers to process itself. Yeah. 
I don't know, Matt. You'll never convince me to unplug. Uh, maybe a comparative discussion on Roy Moore and Al Franken, Sam Tunnell said <laughs> as well. Did you listen to... Here's uh, what happened. My clip Roy Moore is a Republican. Roy Moore is a Republican. He did not do it. Al Franken, Democrat, definitely, definitely did, did it. <laughs> case, case, case closed. Next tweet. <laughs> case closed. Next tweet. That's right. See you next time. <laughs> um, here's, here's the thing. Uh, Roy Moore is probably going to get elected again, and it's not because... It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same thing that happened in the general election of last year. It's the Hillary effect. Yeah. People aren't going to vote for Roy Moore. Uh, people Alabama, uh, of Alabama aren't going to vote for Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote against against every other, other person in every other state in in every other liberal in the country, yelling and screaming at Alabama. How can he be so bigoted and racist and sexist and misogynistic? Nah. <laughs> You're gonna receive. It's current year. Are you serious? Right. There and he's going to he's going to win a seat seat back. Yeah. On 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 that. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, the Al Franken stuff. Uh, the guy is obviously innocent. Taking, obviously taking marching orders from the left. Uh, he. F- firstly, there's only accusations. There's no, um. Actual evidence. Uh, what we see in the photo is a comedian, right? Uh, Being a making a joke with a, with a celebrity mm-hmm. in a rude manner. Yep. Is it uh, is it an appropriate is it is an appropriate thing to do in front of the, your HR boss at work? No. Is it an appropriate thing to do almost anywhere else? Well, well yeah. People <laughs> like things that are funny. That's right. <laughs> um but but in, in the case of in the case of like uh who was that comedian or the the chick that you did the boobies with oh i don't she was she was some sort of uh d-list celebrity model okay who the ones that you take I thought it was a comedian but no the I ones you take on the uso tour to yeah, like you to know, be a celebrity, to be a celebrity, and to stand uh, yeah. in Afghanistan. Brad Pitt's not actually going to go to stand shot. on a stage in Afghanistan in booty shorts, so all the <laughs> soldiers don't rape each other in the middle of the night. You know, <laughs> which is really what the U- is really what the USO tour is about. It's a, it's about you know, pu- flaunting uh, or what it started as you know, flaunting scantily chad, scantily clad yeah, hot chicks in front of debutante. In front of soldiers, you know, so that they don't lose their minds sexually. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's a worthy goal if we're being honest. Right. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. But but but. That being said, people are 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 making such a big deal out of Al Franken and Louis C.K. Al Franken makes some, some made some rude jokes, right? Over the years. Over the years. Yeah. And Louis C.K. asked women if he could masturbate in front of them. Yeah, like didn't like for hold them down and be like, and, he didn't and, Harvey Weinstein and, them who yes. would apparently stand in front of the door, corner and them, all always, sorts of always. It was a situation in in the Louis C.K. stuff at least. It was yeah. a situation where it was midnight, two a.m. Hey, you want to come up to my hotel room? Yeah, sure. After drinks had been had. Yeah. If you're drinking with somebody of the opposite sex and you say, "Hey, can you want to come up to my hotel room?" Yeah. There's an implication there. Yeah. Okay. Well, not in 2017, man. 
And then he in asked, 2017, he that's asked, rape. He has to masturbate in front of them. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You the, those women knew what they were doing mm-hmm. when they drank with a celebrity, and then he asked them to his hotel room. Okay, one in the morning. Okay, <laughs> okay. Totally, totally. Not normal behavior because it's degeneracy. It's sex outside of a marriage of marriage, and that's degenerate. Sex. You're so specific about your rules now, man. But it's 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 you know specifically uh, um, um it it anyway. It's not a crime. It's not it's not the uh, the sexual perversion of like say a Bill Cosby. Yeah, right? yeah, that's you know. Well, and see, that's the thing. Like they're sort it's of not all a sexual, kind of being on the same level now. You know, it's not a sexual perversion of like Charlie Sheen. Who Sony covered up for him spreading HIV all over Hollywood and in the porn industry? Right, right, and supposedly mentioning it to only a couple people and yeah. paying off others and things yeah. of that nature. Yeah, yeah, like far more devastating. Why? As well. Why are we crucifying politicians and right-leaning celebrities? Right, when there are people like Charlie Sheen and Bill Cosby running around. Like Char- well. you, you realize that Charlie Sheen is no not being uh, uh, accused of anything. Charlie Sheen is a. Uh, is uh, not behind bars. He's a totally free guy. Yet he ran he around. Apologized, man. He, ra- today show. he ran around for you. a decade How with. Dare you. He ran around for a decade with HIV. Yeah. At the same time, he's going through all these porn stars and all these D-list celebrities. Yeah. Right. Ooh, I actually wanted to pull a clip about this next thing. And then, and then Sony pr- protects him, which is the whole thing controversy over the Sony hacks. The information was that hey, you had. One of your actors running around, you know, Hollywood, <laughs> giving everybody HIV. The 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 biggest sitcom star at the time. Yeah. Right. What was it? Two million dollars a show. You got up yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. On that's, the biggest. That's insane. On the biggest sitcom. Yeah. Com of the time. Um, I was gonna say something. Mention something else about uh, about it. Oh, um, the um, yeah. Go ahead with the next thing. I lost thought. Charlie Sheen running around. Yeah, I mean, there's there's there was yeah. more more to it than that. But. Uh, Daniel Shaver. Who? Daniel Shaver, the guy that got, well, the police officer got acquitted for violently killing a young man uh, in the middle of a hotel lobby. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard about this, but I haven't looked any, into it. I can't speak to it. Yeah, don't watch the video. Uh, I I only know of it because uh, another podcast that I listened to. Uh, that I know you don't, and the listener probably doesn't either, but Reasonable Doubt with Adam Kroll, and and uh, so he is a celebrity attorney, but celebrity attorney Mark Garrigus, and he said that the video is so disturbing uh, that it gave him nightmares, uh, for one, and uh, he, I don't know if he was his lawyer, or uh, he was on the, um, the prosecution or not, but they acquitted him not only of murder, but of... Uh, they were trying to get something else involuntary, not involuntary manslaughter, but it was like a weird term involuntary misconduct or something. It was mm-hmm. some weird something or other like that out in Arizona, I believe. And, uh, yeah, totally acquitted. Uh, I believe the guy that he killed was uh, Mexican, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm not, don't want to speak entirely to that, but, uh, yeah. Uh, apparently it's pretty disturbing. He definitely, he had his hands up. The the body cam footage got released. He had his hands up um, and his hands were above his head. And then he reached down to pull up his, the waistband of his basketball shorts, which had begun to come down as uh, the policeman was telling him to inch forward. Um, his basketball shorts began to come down or, or something of that nature. And he reached back and tried to pull up his 
the pants of his basketball shorts and he was just shot to death. Uh, no weapon or anything of that nature. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It just speaks to more of the same, uh, in my opinion. I had a buddy ask me about it the other day. Or he was asking a, a group thread that we've got with a couple of friends, you know, what they say about it. Or, you know, he's like, well, by and large, he, he kind of towed the old line. I, I, honestly, what I did on this program when the Michael Brown thing happened, and unfortunately, I've been proven wrong, and I'm here to say that, you know, to you and the listeners. But uh, the idea that um, he sort of towed that line or made the point of, well, I believe that by and large, most uh, police officers mean well, things of that nature started to do that thing. And I was like, you know, at Michael Brown, I easily said that and easily believed it. But the number of these type of incidents that keep happening and the more and more public it's becoming because of body cams and things of that nature. And to me, the real thing is, because I had to look past, I'm not trying to be rude, but I had to look past black people tearing up my town, right? Like that was what my gut said was the reaction of something like Ferguson? I had to look at black people tearing up the adjacent adjacent town. That's my, <laughs> St. Louis, not my town. Yeah, as close as we could get. But but you know what I mean? Like that was sort of the gut reaction of all the white people over here. Sure. I'm not trying to be rude, but that's how we looked at it. Yeah. And now that more and more of these things are coming out with, I'm sad to say that this had to happen to get me on board, but a variety of races being involved in these incidents mm-hmm. because that's what's happened. As as Like I said, we've got more and more body cam footage. And I don't know, man, you can't tell me, you can't tell me that the majority of police officers are like this because, and the one thing, the one thing that really speaks to me that says that, well, that's not the case is that if that were the case, then something like this, where it is crystal, crystal clear, not even in the case of the Michael Brown, where it's like, well, did he bum rush a cop? Did he feel threatened? You know, where there's a question, right? Mm-hmm. But in the case of something like this, where, where everyone watches the video, um, then every good police officer who is supposedly, by and large, police officers, X, Y, Z, community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, would stand up and say, fuck that guy. And that's not how you handle a weapon. And he went against his training. Yeah. The, the, uh, I believe it was the, the caliber, uh, not the caliber, but I forget what the part is, but it's one of the interchangeable parts on the yeah. AR 15 that he had on there. I don't know if you heard this or not. Um, he changed it, and I've changed it on some of my firearms before. It's a fun thing to do, customize your firearm. His said, get fucked. Yeah. His uh, his firearm that he was using in the line of duty as a police officer who was out to serve and protect your neighborhood and your children and your family, ladies and gentlemen, it said, get fucked. Yeah. And he shot the guy to death. Okay. So, so, so here, here, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot left in hoping in the serving and protecting of our communities. I think that's on the fathers. Well, it's not to serve and protect. It's to harass and annoy. <laughs> oh, well, then... Yeah, gold, gold star for these guys. Well, Tremendous, oh, bigly. You guys are you guys what, are doing great. Once again, Give, whatever they're making, double it, please. Once again, South Park is <laughs> is revelation of the meth, method and prophecy and the best show on television. But uh, this is going back to like the second or third season. Mm-hmm. You remember the the classic meme of uh, respect my authority? Yeah, Cartman. Uh-huh. Right? Respect my authority. Yeah. yeah. So in that episode, it shows one of the cop cars, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say to serve and protect. Mm-hmm. On the badge mm-hmm. on the side of the car, it says to harass and annoy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so, that's, it's apropos. Yeah. It's, you can't say it any better. Yeah. Um, but okay. So here's my thought. All right. Now, this is might take a minute because there's a couple connecting things. Yeah. A couple things I want to flush out. A picture I want to paint. I okay. like that. Do you know what Stockholm syndrome is? 
I'm familiar with the term. I'm not exactly okay. familiar with what Where you traumatize to. Someone, someone to a point where they feel as though their only option is to side with yeah. you, their, uh, the person inflicting the trauma on them. Yeah. They I'm take familiar. your side because at a certain point, the subconscious kicks in with self-preservation and says, yes, this person is harming me. But they're also the only person who can protect me. Keep we see this down. in abused children, whipped dogs, uh, abused uh, spouses, all sorts of places, okay? Yeah, it's a real thing. It's, it's a real thing that happens all the time. Do you know what a fraternity is? <laughs> I was in fraternity, man. Okay. Fraternities, and not all fraternities, but the vast majority of fraternities, yeah. are about inflicting Stockholm Syndrome onto young people as soon as they enter out into the real world. You p- take somebody who's 18, has no friends at the college, and you put them into a fraternity or fraternity house in which their only group of friends are these other males or females. And then you have them pledge, right? Mm-hmm. You have them go through initiation rights Mm -hmm. in which they are harassed in which they are treated as lesser or lower than the rest of the people in in the fraternity Mm -hmm. and if you go through the trauma if you go through the abuse and if you prove that you're a man or that you're a real woman and you can go through the initiation rights you can Mm -hmm. become a full-fledged member of the fraternity at that point you've been subject to stockholm syndrome and you Rather than seeing these people as evil people who don't accept you for who you are and won't be your friend otherwise, unless you conform to their way of life and way of living and specifically their viewpoints, then uh, you'll be an outcast, right, if you don't conform. And so you go along to get along because these are the, the only people, the only group that accepts you no matter what, right? But in order to be accepted no matter what, you have to go through this trauma. As opposed to an altruistic relationship in which you accept the person because of their merits or demerits. Yeah. <coughs> that being said, what is the official name of police? Law enforcement? No. So the official title of the New York City police or the New York City Police Department, mm-hmm. right, is the Fraternal Order of New York City Policemen. Mm-hmm. All police officers are in a fraternity, essentially the same as a, is is what the union is. See, the union, is, to certain in certain aspects, is a f- extension of that fraternity in college. Yeah. But it's just in the workplace. You have to conform to our standards. Mm -hmm. You have to give us a certain amount of what you make. Mm -hmm. And in return... Vote for our people. Vote for our people. Yeah. Toe the line. That's right. Say certain things in public we want you to say. Always wear the right shirts and put the right sign in your yard. Yep. And in return, we will protect your job and make sure you always have a job and make sure that if you don't have a job, you will have a pension. Yeah. So the most important thing, right, for... A lot of people is providing for their families and having a job. So yeah. you take the most important thing to people and you hold it over their heads and say, unless you vote the right way, unless you say the right things, unless you hang out with the right people and do the right things, you're going to lose that. <laughs> and that's what every cop has. And it's just has hanging over their heads. If you point out police corruption, you won't have a pension. If you don't side with us as a material witness in this case, 
You won't have a pension. You might uh, not find backup coming as soon as you as need backup you to like come That's right. when you're staring down Tyrone and uh, the other half a dozen thugs that you right. have at gunpoint. Right. You know? Uh, and then what's going to happen to your family, man? What's going to happen to them then? You know? Yeah. Uh, you know? Uh, so so what I'm saying is it's, it's, it's an institution that is a fraternity that uses Stockholm Syndrome and uses trauma, right? You go through boot camp. Yeah. Right, you go through police training, police right? Academy. Yep. And so many people who are police officers also go through extensive military training. They go in the military for four to eight years and then become cops. Mm-hmm. So many of them. And what you've done, what, what, what you better have, people to serve and protect our neighborhoods, man? No, what you? worse people? How what worse you? people? <laughs> there, <laughs> there are no worse people. There is no no worse people. Yeah, no worse type of person. To have become a police officer than somebody who has served in the military, especially overseas and especially in combat. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Because what you've done is you've taken an 18-year-old boy, an 18-year-old boy, a teenager, a child, Mm -hmm. and you have sleep-deprived them. You've put them in an intimidating situation where they have no safety net. You have someone scream in their face. You have the extreme physical exertion to the point where they're exhausted, but then a more extreme physical exertion, right? Do you know what happens if you exert yourself physically to the point where you're completely exhausted and you, you're, you, you're about, like, I'm talking like running for 40, 50 miles. I'm talking like like extreme, extreme physical exertion. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happens? Navy SEALs, boot camp type stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what happens? No. You hallucinate. You hallucinate. <laughs> <coughs> It's a foregone conclusion at this point that C- that the CIA developed LSD. Okay. Right. It was developed by the government and used in mind control experiments. Yeah. You make people hallucinate and believe a false and see a false reality and you can imprint and uh, s- subtle subconscious things in their mind. Under their behavior. Okay. This is the whole basis of MKUltra. Right. So you do the same thing, only you you use extreme physical exertion to cause hysteria, hallucinations, out-of-body experiences. Um, Basically, you take the mind and you break it. (laughs) You don't just break the body, you also break the mind. Yeah, and then then rebuild it into what you want. And then you build it into what you want, which is a platoon of men who are only loyal to the platoon. Not loyal to each other, even. Yeah. Loyal to the platoon. And because they're loyal to the, the, the platoon, they are loyal to each other. Because they're loyal to the staff sergeant, they're loyal to each other. Yeah. So what you've done is you've taken somebody, you've broken them apart, you've put them back together to what you want, in which they're only loyal to their fraternity. Which is the same thing that fraternities do. Only on a much smaller, much milder scale. Mm-hmm. But you've taken somebody, you've broken them to the point where they're only loyal to that institution. And then you have them serve two, three, four tours in active combat. And then you send them back to the U.S. with a couple thousand dollars and an attaboy. And then they become cops and they go from one fraternity to the other fraternity. Yeah, and it's in pretty which they're loyal. <laughs> and so they're only loyal to the fraternity. And on top of that, on top of... The regular cop who didn't see maybe military combat just became a cop. He's only loyal to the fraternity. But now the cop who has had combat training is uh, loyal to the fraternity and also uh, sees every single instance as an enemy combatant. A combat situation. Yeah. 
they don't see a normal normal uh a citizen that they're supposed to help they see an enemy an enemy a potential threat yeah i agree i agree i really do and it's sad and like i said uh you know i think you made a little bit of that point uh Michael Brown, you know, going on three years yeah. history or whatever it was. So here. the whole point of what I was trying to say there is that it's not, I don't believe that it's the individual. No. It's the system. However, the individual is still at fault for not seeing through the guise of the system. Yeah. And then taking the appropriate steps to act outside of the system. If you want to be a cop, go ahead and be a cop, but realize what you're getting yourself into. Uh-huh. You're getting yourself into... And, and take every opportunity to act outside that. You're getting yourself into a situation where you are going to have to be completely loyal to um, the, uh, the 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 order of the police. So, you know, yeah. on when we, we're talking about Stockholm Syndrome and fraternities, you know, your college frat is your low level. Then your cops. Then your military... Then you're Freemasons. <laughs> and I'm, I'm serious. That's where it goes. That's how far it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you get raised, you know, when you've reached the third degree of Masonry or the first degree in Scottish, right? Uh-huh. And you become, quote unquote, raised. They induce in you a, a out-of-body experience in which you think you're going to die. Yeah. Every Freemason has gone, who's, who's become raised or become a full-on Freemason has gone through experience where... The rest of the Masons in their lodge has have uh, made them think they're about to die. Yeah, and they use that trauma to uh, to uh, control and to to make sure that loyalty is only to the Masonic lodge. This is, I mean, this is what you know the basic tenet of Freemasonry. And this is this is we look and we see this is systemic through our entire culture, right? Yeah, it's in our it's it's in our high schools. Right, uh, through the use of sports, it's in our colleges through the use of fraternities, it's in our law enforcement, our military, business. Yeah, it know? is a big uh, component. Of right, business if you want to, if you want to be CEO in ten years, you need to. You have you to your, you have, show your loyalty to the you firm. You have to work ninety hours and do whatever everybody else who has a title above you says, or you're not going to make it. Yeah, you have you have you're, you know you're being induced in trauma. I hate so that. I hate that look, mindset if, if we so look much. at the system of the modern society, if you want to rise anywhere in, in any rank, you have to subject yourself, willfully subject yourself to a tremendous amount of trauma, a tremendous amount of brainwashing, and then submit your undying loyalty to whatever person is directly order. above you. The order. To the order. Yeah. It's sick. It's it's sick, and that 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 it's so basically what I'm saying is that uh, uh, police violence isn't because black people are so violent. They are, but it's not because of that. Police violence isn't because uh, all police are crooks. Many of them are, right. but it's not because of that. <laughs> the violence that we see in law enforcement is because of sin. It's because. Damn. We live in a tremendously broken, fallen society that if you want to have any sort of power, you have to submit yourself willingly to the powerful and, and do whatever they say until you've, until you've put in your time, you've paid your dues. Yeah. We don't like live in an altruistic society. I've heard you talk like that. We, we don't live in an altruistic society. Unbelievable. I would really like to go through your browser history right now. No, like I just wonder what. <laughs> no, no, I just wonder what's been like on your mind lately, and what's been 
Nothing different than the, the, the normal. I don't know, man. You're like on a. Did you? Did you? Have you? Did you, psychedelics you lately? No. I was gonna say you don't have no. to answer on air, but have, have you? No. No. Fuck. The well, last the last it? time I did psychedelics was maybe two three when years you ago. Talk to the frog. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> the hell is it? Is it because you got laid? No, like definitely not I that. Was that was say, degeneracy. Would, that was know. sinful. I wouldn't should not have done he, that. He said sinful. He said, "Did you hear that, babe?" He said sinful. It was. It My was, wife's been it praying was, about this day. It was stupid. Uh, it was stupid and drunk, and I shouldn't have done it. Wow. I don't. Um, I don't know what to say. It's not. I'm, I'm pleased. I. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh. It's incredible. Well, you're uh Yeah. Yeah. Um I had an idea for a segment. We can give it a go and then wrap it up. Sure. Unless you got something else. No. Unless you're going to give us another sermon. Jeez. Harsh my vibe, man. Sorry, bud. Come Sorry, on, bro. man. Hey, man. Don't get in my face, man. Just smoking a little weed, man. Why are you so square, bro? Hey, come on, man. We're just just hanging out with my friends, man. We like our CDs, man. And our vape, bro. <laughs> CDs and vape. Two things. You realize two things that'll never never see one another. Because all the kids are vaping these days. And oh, ain't, ain't nobody heard of a CD. Yeah. Yeah. So, isn't that weird? That's a weird thought to think about. CDs are gone and vapes do, are here. Do they still sell CDs in like Best Buy and stuff? I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Do people? I mean, uh, I, I just assume Best Buy was like an Amazon showroom. Like I don't <laughs> fucking like. Oh, I saw an article. Apparently, this has been a thing for like a year now. You can do Amazon returns. You buy a thing off of Amazon, right, Matt? You don't like it. You can do Amazon returns at at brick and mortar stores. You can return Amazon items to like a Kohl's. Yeah. What I saw that I was like, holy crap! It's unbelievable. I think I think I'm surprised you don't rail on Jeff Bezos more because he really like I think a compelling case could be made that Jeff Bezos is the Antichrist. Oh, really? Well, I, he's he owns the Washington Post, so he's got his hands in media. I mean, you look. Wait, at, really? He does? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Oh, now he owns okay. Wapo. Here he goes. Here. Damn. I just I just gave Matt I just huh. gave Matt a, a subject matter for his fortune <laughs> searching tonight. I did not know he owed Wapo, but I really, mean, it, yeah, it, it, he bought it a couple years ago. I don't know, huh? Yeah, so Jeff, yeah, I do. Yeah, you definitely didn't know that. So that's where that, he, that's, that's a freebie, Matt. That's well, freebie. so that tells me all I need to know about like Jeff Bezos' political leanings. Then, oh yeah, wildly liberal, huh? Yeah, hmm. oh, come on, their HQ's in Seattle. Let's be serious. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> You don't you don't think he's a staunch advocate for Second Amendment rights and has his HQ in Seattle, do you? No, I mean, seriously. But, no, but no. I don't know. Yeah, owns Washington Post, and then obviously Amazon Prime competes with oh I don't know every single service. Yeah, because you know between Prime, Prime Music, Prime you know Prime Zero, Prime Pantry, Hulu, right? He owns Hulu. I don't think so. Oh, he could though. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He could tomorrow if he doesn't. I thought like Viacom or somebody owned Hulu, but anyways, maybe Fox. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of, one of those that you wouldn't think is because they get a lot of like Family Guy and stuff. I think it yeah. is Fox. 
Um, and you pay for advertising. I don't know if people you realize that, but like my wife was like, "Oh, can we get Hulu because X?" And I was like, "No, no, we can't. You, yeah. you pay them to see ads. I, that's that is yeah. an unacceptable service." Netflix, perfectly willing. I pay for that. No ads. I watch The Office whenever I want. Confortation, whatever else I want to watch. Hulu, you pay and still see ads. Yeah. That is that is highway robbery. That's thievery. Anyways, a little rant there. Okay, so the new segment. I figure we record once a week. We can do this once a week. Okay. I'll, I'll just go to this. Uh, so <laughs> basically, <laughs> since we don't do actual news stories anymore, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to our conspiracy and I'm going to sort by top posts for the last week and we'll read the, we'll read the top three and uh, then just let you comment on them. Okay, but we're getting it. We're going to get into a lot of shill territory because no, exactly the, that's kind of the point. You you realize that in the past year, our conspiracy has become a protectorate. Totally taken a over. well, no, um, it's become a thrall state of R the Donald. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that. It's it's the comment section is very apologetic towards R the Donald. Yep, yep, yeah. So they're, they're very if you if you have a hard time getting any traction with with. With, uh, That's what we're only doing. Top three, pro. not top five, okay. top ten. Yeah, just you know, right. conversation starter. We'll okay. See what's out there. <laughs> and yeah, I figured it would give you a platform. And if we don't like it, we don't have to do it again. What you should do is sort by new. I just read the ones that don't show up at all. You should sort by hot. You should sort by top uh, this week. You should sort by new. You should sort by controversial. And then compare the and differences. Then, and then just read the first one from each. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can do that actually for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So hot. Uh, hold on here. Uh, let me see. Well, hot is going to be for the past week, and new is just going to be new. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, the top ones are pro- okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is for new. Submitted four minutes ago. Okay. So you heard it here first. Oh, and I pulled a sound clip for this bit. There you go. Uh, Ezra Cohen, Watnick, and Michael Leiden, the man, the men behind Flynn, and then it's a, oh, a YouTube uh, video, Trump's Jerusalem announcement. If it's, re- oh, 58 minutes Welcome long. <laughs> if you want to grab us and something to drink, Ross Matt. Here's, here's uh, one thing that annoys me about our conspiracy is because it is, you know, the alternative, but it's also has a lot of. The previous week, which is the official recognition by. <laughs> Trump that uh, Jerusalem is the internal capital of Israel. And- well, we can talk about that. What does that mean? I saw headlines about that. But but basically, what people do is they they just throw yeah. their their YouTube channel up as an article, mm-hmm. and then try to get people to click click through through their YouTube channel. Which Reddit has uh, has well, at least on mobile has, has done away with is that it it loads the YouTube video onto Reddit platform. Rather than sending you through, yeah, I've seen that. I don't know if that's a Reddit is fun thing or a Reddit thing, but I've seen it's that. a it's I'd a Reddit like thing. It. It's a Reddit thing, just I like they did like it. six months ago, a year ago. So basically, if you click on a, accidentally click on a YouTube video, it doesn't take you to YouTube. Mm-hmm. It takes you just to a video version of YouTube on whatever app on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I like so, it. So so people trying to to use Reddit to add clicks to their YouTube site, it. it it doesn't doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah, you can't, I agree. You can't farm clicks using Reddit anymore for YouTube. Uh, so what did Trump say? Oh, it's Israel is the eternal capital of the Jews. Or Jerusalem is. Yeah, Jerusalem is the eternal capital of Israel. I and thought he's, we all... Is, he's, uh, he's declared that... 
that Israel or that Jerusalem is now the Israeli capital instead of Tel Aviv. Didn't we all? Wasn't that the and case? And he's pledged to move the U.S. embassy to from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So basically, Who gives a everybody's shit? well, no, well, Palestinians and Muslims give a shit. Right, because Jerus- Jerusalem is supposed to be. They give too many shits about too many. Jerusalem, things. under the current accords and treaties, is supposed to be a free city that Israel and the Palestinians and Christians share. The city. You have a Christian quarter, Coptic Christian quarter. You have um, the Jewish corner, uh, Jewish quarter. You have the Muslim quarter, and then I think there's just like a, a quarter. Developed well, no, actually, they don't have a fourth quarter because the Jews stole it. <laughs> They're like, You're just going to leave 25 cents laying around, we're going to take it. Are you talking about downtown St. Louis or what were you talking about? There? <laughs> no, uh, Jerusalem. Oh, okay, Jerusalem. Yeah. okay. So, Jerusalem is supposed to be a free city. You said Muslim corner, I wasn't sure. Okay, yeah, Jerusalem I is. I didn't say black, I didn't say Tyrone corner, I didn't say Tyrone on the corner. <laughs> uh, no, it's supposed to be a <laughs> It's supposed to be a free city in which no one, no one ethnic or religious group has control of it. Okay, not true because that's that's in theory, but in practice, Israel controls right. it, right? But uh, Donald Trump has pledged to move the the U.S. embassy from the current Israeli capital of Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. His claimed Israeli capital <laughs> <laughs> as a symbolic gesture to the Jewish people. That uh, he is going to, he's he believes completely in on their side, oh. and also a thumb in the nose of Wrong. the, of the uh, Muslim faith uh, to you know to piss them off. Yay! And it would be it would be it would be a big deal uh, if not for the fact that Barack Obama also at the beginning of his presidency uh, pledged the same thing to move the U.S. embassy <laughs> from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And that uh, wait, it didn't get moved. And that 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 the United States would always stand with its eternal um, guiding light, brother of of the Israelis. Wait, so it didn't get moved? Though is what you're saying? Did not, did not happen. You That's know? weird. Which is weird because usually when politicians say something, yeah, because uh, George Bush in <laughs> 2002 <laughs> also pledged to move the U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Soft penis debutante. <laughs> and uh did not happen. Yeah. Um which which is sad because uh yeah. not on, not just a, 8 years earlier. Yeah. William Jefferson Clinton uh-huh. in a speech in Jerusalem <laughs> on his first trip to Israel said, "Hold on, let me guess. Let's do a little trivia." Can you guess? Uh he pledged to move the uh yeah, let me guess, the US embassy yeah, out uh-huh. of Jerusalem and into Tel Aviv. No, no, you've got it. You've got oh, to switch. You got I'm the wrong. Sorry, way. I've got it flipped because okay. it's currently. Okay. In, it was cur- It was in Tel Aviv in 1993, and he oh, pledged okay. to move it from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. To Jerusalem, and in in a good faith gesture that the United States was was <laughs> was firmly on the side of Israel, <laughs> and that Jerusalem was the capital of Israel. So if you're Israeli at this point, if you're like a 50 year old Israeli, you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So we sorted by controversial for the past week. 201 comments, a vote counter at zero, Matt. 
So, okay. yeah, I know, I know, I know this speaks your language. <laughs> Links to an LA Times article, mm-hmm. of all things. Audio reveals that Donald Trump sexually assaulted women. <gasps> Donald Trump boasted in vulgar terms in 2005 about making sexual advances on a woman, the latest hurdle for a candidate who has struggled. Can't. Oh, October 7th, 2016. Uh, in 2005, audio obtained by the Washington Post uh, is heard talking to, with Billy Bush. Wait, is this the grabber and the pussy? Yeah, yeah. Why was this posted a week ago? Or this week? Four days ago. Oh, yeah. People do that all the time. Old articles. What's the point? And it's going to be a bunch of people. Wrong, it's a show. Bad header OP. It's a show. Sure blew out in full force today. Getting pretty desperate, I might add. If you look up the user who posted that, it's probably somebody who has also posted on world politics. Or world news. Um, it is 9,000 karma. They joined nine months ago, Matt. How dare you? It is uh, somebody who who is trying to derail the conversation and make... Uh, and so what you have here is is a fight between uh, the Donald users. Actually, they post in uh, our Venezuela in Spanish quite a bit. And, um, um, and a fight between share blue people and uh, our, the Donald people. Kind of interesting. Interesting. Okay, that was controversial. And now we'll sort by top for the week, and I'll read the top one. Top for the past week in our conspiracy. Oh, I saw this. I don't know if I sent you this or not. 90 pounds of cocaine found on ship owned by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's father-in-law. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. From 2014, but still from ZeroHedge.com. I'm not familiar. We talked about that on the podcast. conservative powerhouse, ZeroHedge.com, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, we talked about that on the on the podcast when it happened. Did we? Yeah, I, I remember. I remember us talking about it. We may have. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, coke's a hell of a drug. I think. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure actually what happened to the guy in his yacht, but he definitely uh, had tied to <laughs> Mitch McConnell. And uh, was it his father-in-law? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't pull up the article again, but I I did read it this past week. Um, anyways, which wouldn't surprise me. Like, you know, if you're, you know, if you got a private yacht and it's just sitting in the harbor, you know, well, yeah, why not run some cocaine with it? Why make not a, make a fast buck? Let's why not? Be serious. <laughs> Honestly, it was probably somebody who worked for him using his yacht to do it at a time when he didn't think that, uh, his yacht, when the, when the guy wouldn't be using his yacht. Right. I mean, honestly, if you're the father-in-law, That's of, just smart uh, business. if you're in the father-in-law of Mitch McConnell, would you use, would you ship hard drugs using something that was, you know, licensed under your name? Like if you had, a, if you, you know, if you had, uh, if you owned a semi truck, right? Right. Would you? And it was just sitting. It was just sitting around. <laughs> it was sitting at the. Uh... It was your personal semi for Sunday joy rides. Uh, that's right. And you oh Monday through Friday we'd be doing coke runs. Let's be serious. But would you? But would you allow <laughs> it? To, of you know, if you were a, if you were if you were related to a politician, For, would you, forget the blockchain. Would you be allowed? Would you allow your something that your name was on the title of to be used for drug smuggling operations? Or you would? Would you have a shell company with some other Joe Schmo's name on right. on the on the title? Yeah. Let's be serious. Yeah. Uh, the only other comment we got. Jacob Cahill on Facebook says, is it okay to start House of Cards? Just never got around to the show, considering the Kevin Spacey stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you want a uh, a feminist uh, allegory, sure, go ahead. Yeah. Because we all know the end game right now, at now, 
Um, and I looking at last season, looking at this past season, I really do think that the Claire stuff was set up. And spoilers. Oh, you think they knew? The, yeah, they knew something was gonna gonna come out. They knew it was gonna come out eventually. They knew the game was afoot. Yeah, I think I think as soon as we saw Donald Trump get elected or about you know about to be elected, I think uh, I think that they they changed some things up. Um, and I think they, that's when you really have Claire come on as the main character, and she is the one. But the end. Uh, spoilers again. Um, at the end of this current season, she's the one sitting in the president's chair. Right. Yeah. So it really it is a, going to be a feminist allegory of. Oh, she is. Yeah, girls can do it one, too. Yay! Oh, you haven't. Yeah, you haven't no. seen this past year. Yeah. No, she. Kevin Spacey is no longer president. She has become the president of the United no States. No kidding. Yep. Well. And so the final season, he's not even going to be in it. So it's going to be like the House of Cards. It's going to be his House of Cards, and she was the f- shining white knight the entire time. No. Oh yeah, because my no. vagina. <laughs> I got into a brief argument on Facebook this past week. Well, those are the best uh, arguments to have on Facebook. Or, they're you know, great. Second only to the not at all arguments. <laughs> no, I claimed, I claimed, what did I say? I said to, uh, I said to somebody that, um, y- you'll like this, uh, wildly feminist um, person that I'm friends with uh, by mistake. But... <laughs> It's a, wild feminism is bad. We need to tame them. It was as of this morning. So hold on. Oh, here it is. It was so brilliant. So tremendously brilliant. Oh, yeah. She had posted something about uh, Franklin. Franklin resigned, rightly resigned for where he put his hands during the photos. A man who fondled a 14-year-old is running for center. Another man who boasted about committing sexual assault and stands accused by over a dozen women of doing so is POTUS. GOP, the ball is in your court. And uh, <laughs> I said, laughable how defending of Hillary feminists are. Uh, considering Bill's history, considering he was indicted, consi- and, considering that he was actually found guilty of sexual assault in a court of law, whereas uh, Donald Trump never, ne- that's never happened to him, never had a yeah. federal indictment for sexual sexual misconduct. It's true, um, or for lying to uh, the, uh, a jury. Uh, never, uh, you know, never, uh, ha- n- never settled. Uh, Cases of sexual misconduct that that we know yeah. of, you know, Bill's had dozens of those. Here was the common thread. Uh, then the the sharer of the original tweet said, uh, commented and said, and it has four likes now. Uh, it said, "Laughable how often white dudes make things that have literally nothing to do with Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton's fault." Yeah. And I said, dot dot dot. She stayed with a known rapist and then ran an entire campaign on the idea that she wasn't voted for because she was a woman. Not only that, in 1978, so there is that. In 1978, a case that she made, like, oh yeah, one of her, no, it's not 78, 72, one like as a lawyer made her yeah. career as a lawyer was the fact that she got off a rapist, a pedophile who yeah. was who was who was accused of raping a 12 year old and had <laughs> an enormous amount of evidence against him she was able to get him off on a technicality and then is on tape that you could find on the internet laughing about it about how awesome it was and how successful Matt, she was you're, you're just saying that has to do with Hillary because you're white. the launch of you're Hillary Clinton's dude. career was about was about <laughs> Ensuring that a pedophile didn't, didn't answer for their char- for for what they did, which was rape a twelve year old. Yeah, and you're complaining about Roy Moore. <laughs> uh, 
he did ask the girl to stay in the car, Matt. You realize that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a dude commented and said, come on, bro, if Hillary Clinton was a man, she would have been treated a lot better in the presidential run. No, she wouldn't. Yeah, and I don't no, know. If she it, wouldn't. I don't know if he's transitioning. We're, or talk, what. If we're talking about if, no. If we're talking about how the treatment of the candidate <laughs> in the presidential run compare Hillary's Clinton, Hillary Clinton's treatment by the media to Donald Trump's. Mm-hmm. Compare Hillary Clinton's treatment on social media compared to Donald Trump's. Yeah. Compare Hillary Clinton's treatment for, well, by, lost, of man. other political figures. She lost man. to Donald Trump of celebrities. Her treatment uh, by celebrities to that of Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton had w- compared to Donald Trump in the media, whatever, however you define media. Yeah, Hillary Clinton was treated a thousand times better than Donald Trump in all <laughs> regards. Yeah, social media, state media, politics, celebrity culture. It, it, no, no. Anybody who had a microphone was trashing Donald Trump and praising Hillary Clinton the entire election, the, the entire cycle. That's right. Uh, well, except for those on the far right, yeah, or on the places of the internet that are still free and logical, the alt right men. <laughs> that being said, great program, yeah, truly groundbreaking and tremendous. Epic. Uh I started my own podcast. I don't know if you saw that on Anchor. Did you? Yeah, you should download the app. It's it's kind of fun. I don't know. You can podcast from your phone. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try I think I'm gonna try and do like a weekly, you know, I don't know, three to six minute thing. Uh but the really cool thing is it'll let you publish it like directly to like the main directories from the app, like mm-hmm. iTunes and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh and then you can have people call in and comment and stuff. It's, you know, I don't know, whatever. Mm. It, you know, probably be gone in a year when Google buys them. But uh <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, just as you heard on this show, anything that you uh, that you send us or put on the uh, the internet at us at, at our different directories, we'll read on the program. And um, yeah, this, this program has been brought to you by uh, Logic and Sanity. And uh, I don't know. Thanks for listening or some shit. <laughs> Today's program of Give That Some Thought has been brought to you by our corporate sponsors, Kirk and Sweeney. That's right. Rum. Kirk and Sweeney Rum. For when you're feeling low. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.